by the way. I, I know you're not a beer drinker. I am not a beer drinker, I'll, but I will drink a beer here to celebrate episode 60 of The Throne. Oh, shit. That's a nice round number. Episode 60. Go Cheers. ahead and cheer that up. Bow. Wait, did that, did that clink get in the microphone? I think so. Hold on. You got to make sure it does. All right. And we broke them. Okay. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if we broke them, I would have been so pissed. But yeah, guys, welcome to The Throne, episode 60. I'm joined by none other than Matt Rot of God Rot. <laughs> no, but yeah, Matt of God Rot, you were here, episode 16. We just looked it up 10 months ago. 10 fucking months ago. I can't even believe I've been doing this shit that long. I can't remember what happened 10 minutes ago, <laughs> let alone 10 months ago. See, that's the thing. You know what's funny is like, I don't want to sound shitty about this or anything, but like people will come up to me and like, be like, oh man, you remember that you were talking about such and such on episode like forty two, and I was like, no, <laughs> like, no. like they'll ask me like or, or they'll ask me a question, and I'll be like, oh, I don't know, and they're like, oh, well, you knew the answer on this podcast, and I was like, well, I talk to so many people now, I don't you're, know. You're just like I made that shit up, man. I didn't know anything. Fuck. <laughs> Why are you coming to me? I don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing. No, but I don't know. It's just um. The fact that, you know, I get to have a one-hour conversation with, with someone once a week, and it's just like, that's something that I didn't do, so I can't retain that much information. I already have to remember a 12-minute long song and an 8-minute long song. Like, I can't remember entire conversations I have with people. Shit, that fucked me up for, like, three weeks. <laughs> what? I wouldn't be able to learn anything <laughs> or remember anything. For for a song like that, you're yeah, saying? Dude. Yeah, dude. But you all got complicated songs, man. Yeah. Well, not like, not like us. We we got simple ass songs. That's not true. Eh. Yeah. Well, well, you guys actually were, were were have been in the studio recently, right? We have been in the studio recently. Okay. So, like, what's the? Have you tracked everything? We've got the drums done. Okay. Uh, we got the guitars half done, and it, it sounded good so far. We're so, working with uh, John Pucci. Uh huh. And it sounded solid. Like, you're happy with the sound the way yeah, it's coming along. I am. So it, it's taken us a while to you know tweak it and right. get it where we want it to be but yeah it sounds heavy and it's gonna fuck everybody up <laughs> that's awesome dude <laughs> uh as far as like the songs go the drums you said they're done they're tracked all the way through all how many tracks is it five five tracks so all five tracks drum wise have been tracked yep. out drums are done okay so what's the longest track can five you and share a half that minutes? with the people i can it's i think it's five and a half minutes that's not bad yeah. that, that, that that's not necessarily a simple song you know? no it's not, I, I was just fucking around but you know, you guys got up. this like prog rock up. shit going on, and uh, you know that's not everyone's cup of tea, though. I like it. I, well, I like I everything. That. that well, I no, you don't. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just busting your balls. Started on <laughs> no, but um, the thing is, uh, I've actually had um, people talk to me about that song, War Paint. Yeah, and they're like, "No, man, it's just too long." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, you know, it's not for everybody. I get it. Not everyone wants to listen to 12 minutes of of song." Yeah, so you just write shorter songs. No. And you write longer songs. Yeah, you do both. You just do whatever sure. the fuck you want. That's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, you got to make music for you. It, I agree. It's nice to have people that enjoy what you're doing, but at the end of the day, it's an outlet of, of your own personal creativity, and, and you got to do it for you, and you got to feel good about what you're doing. Yeah, that's and, the thing, too, is like once it becomes something that you're doing for other people, it kind of gets a little polluted. Yeah. Then you turn out like the Backstreet Boys. And, <laughs> Nickelback. Well, <laughs> and, I, well those you know. people were clearly like they had management behind them and whatnot. Oh, yeah. They didn't know look at music. They're like, hey, you guys do this. And they're like, OK. All right. Like, you do this. We're going to make a lot of fucking money. 
All right. I mean, it clearly as a business decision. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it worked out. And then you have the other side of the music industry, which is music as a business, right? And then you have what we do, which is music as an outlet of of personal expression. Well, I would like. That's the thing is trying to balance the two, because at the end of the day, what we're trying to do, and I'm not saying this is every band. Not every band does shit for the same reason, you know. Uh, but I feel like. Us, we we're trying to find that balance between a business and make and it being a passion because um, I don't think you necessarily have to separate the two if you want to make music a career. You know what I mean? Like I think it kind of goes hand in hand at, at a certain point down the line. Yeah, uh, like I feel you. You know, at at, the, at some point you got to sell merch. You gotta, you know what I mean? And it does become a business. People do have to put in money, which is considered investing and whatnot. You know. So I think if you believe in your band and you believe in your product, you know, sometimes you do got to treat it like a business. And sometimes it's unfortunate. You got to make business decisions, quote unquote, that you don't want to make. True. But at the end of the day, if you want it to succeed, you got to make those decisions. I mean, um, y'all y'all have had your issues with certain mates in your band, uh, the singer wise and whatnot. Oh, yeah. So like at the end of the day, what you did was a business decision. Well, yeah, you know, I didn't like, uh, you know, getting booted out of kryptonite and banned from churchills and did you guys get banned we got banned from churchills no for shit. a while yeah really yep okay have we did you guys tell that story last time or i did don't you know not talk about it? I, don't I don't know remember. if you did i'll tell it again we were can you tell it I, i'll oh, tell it this again. is a great story i don't know if it's a great story but well i'm sorry I mean, we were playing at i just well, I, didn't, I didn't know that you got banned so <clears> I don't we did so we were, we were playing at kryptonite and we got well, this, what year know. was this? This was last year? This was or, 2018. So this was last yeah. year? Yeah. Okay. And wow, we were... Recently you had Frank in your band? Yeah, dude. Wow. And we were, what, one song in? One song? One song in, man. And I look up, and he's fighting people in the fucking crowd. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? And next thing I knew, we got shut down. We it, Guy come up to us, he's like, man, you guys banned from Churchill's, you can't play here no more. I'm like, Motherfucker. So who the security guy outside? Yeah. Up to y'all? Yeah. The uh, I think it was the guy that was running the sound. I don't know. It was all a blur. I was pretty fucked up at the time. But damn, dude. It was. Um, so what? Yeah. Do and you then, happen to know what the fight was about? Dude, I don't have any idea. You never figured it out. I never talked to, to the dude day? afterwards. Really? No. Like not. Excuse me. Not even like there in the parking lot. Like nothing. Nah, dude. He jetted and. <laughs> Were the said, cops Fuck called? It. Nah, the cops didn't show up. It wasn't that bad. It, it, the, the fight itself wasn't like, you know, breaking bar stools over people's heads. It's just, you know, <laughs> it was fucking embarrassing. Right, right, right. You know, right, we're, right. we're trying to come and play and, and be professional and do what we do, and, and this bullshit happens. But ever since that day, man, we've been on an upward trajectory, so. Right, right. Well, it, maybe... it was one of those things that it sucked at the time, but it benefited us in the long run. Right. Right, a blessing in disguise yeah, almost. That's, exactly. And, and, and we got unbanned from Churchill's thanks <laughs> to uh, Lou from Born Beneath. Shout out to Lou from Born Beneath. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love Born he, Beneath. He went to bat for us. And uh, so we're unbanned from Churchill's. Well, you guys have pl- I've seen you guys play at Churchill's since. So. You have seen us play. Yeah. And I've seen you play at Churchill's. <laughs> I think well, we played the same show. I, I'll probably the Buried Alive's that Lou mm. set up. I mean, those I shows, good. both of them, went really well. Yeah, dude. He puts together a sick show. That's what I'm saying, man. It, it's honestly a, a good boost that this that we needed for a while. We only had a, a one or two promoters that were putting on shows, mainly one, 
and it was just like you couldn't get around it. You feel me? Like almost every show that was being put on was being put on by this one promoter, and it's like if you didn't want to work with them or, or if you just wanted a different environment, there was really nowhere to go. So Lou setting that shit up, man, it, it came in very clutch. Yeah. And both shows had great turnouts and great fucking energy to them. Yeah, we we played a few of his shows. I always enjoy playing them. There's always different bands that, you know, we might not play with all the time, which is nice because it's, you know, we get to experience a different type of music and, you know, we get to network with people. And so it's fun. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts about being in a band is being able to network with people because I feel like I meet so many people that I would have never otherwise met. Especially uh, this last week when we played uh, the the Revolution gig, like there was a bunch of artists there, a bunch of photographers there, fashion designers, like models, like people that I would never come in contact with that were like actually genuinely interested in what we were doing. You know what I mean? If like I came across these people on like a regular day, they wouldn't give a fuck <laughs> what I was doing. You know what I mean? But like because I was at the showcase and my band was playing, and you know what I mean? Like they actually gave a fuck and wanted to know what we were about and this and that and. I've set up, I set up a lot of pod, the next two podcasts, the next three podcasts in a row are from people that I met that one night. Right now. So networking has been something that I had to kind of come out of my bubble to do. But ever since I started just getting out there and putting myself out there, I really enjoyed it. And it's become one of my favorite, favorite fucking parts about playing gigs and doing that. That's why I want to play different places, man, because I want to network with different people. I feel like playing the same gigs for the same promoter or playing the same venue, you see a lot of the same faces. Yeah, you did for sure. So getting but, that chance to leave is like cool. Yeah, but we're also blessed with just a bomb ass music scene down here. Yeah, I mean there are so many good bands in the South Florida metal scene. I agree, and it's fun to, dude. It's just fun to enjoy everybody's craft. Yeah, That's I just a, uh, not to interrupt. I just wish that the the Central Florida scene was a little more connected to the South Florida scene. I feel like it's kind of there's more into death metal and stuff up there. Oh yeah. And yeah, if, if you don't play death metal up there, you're like, they kinda, you guys are gay. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's one of those things. Yeah, they, they. I mean, and I get it. It's kind of the origins of it, Tampa, Orlando. Oh, for sure. But at the same time, I mean, there's so many dope metal bands. You don't just have to limit yourself to death or black metal. Or, Dude, you know? and that's what's cool about down here, man. You got death metal. You got right. uh, fucking all kinds of metal. Right. You got our stoner shit. You got your prog shit. You know, I mean, there's, there's all... And it all goes together well. I mean, you go to a show and you know you're going to see five, six different genres solid of metal bands, and, and, and solid bands playing, you know, talented right. musicians and know what the fuck they're doing. It's not, you know, a bunch of wankers to get up there and, you know, hey, we practiced for two hours and yeah, right, right, right. wrote an album. Well, actually, uh, the last gig we played at Churchill's, uh, the 420 Headbangers Bowl, it was actually not too bad of a turnout. There, there was actually a good amount of people out there and everyone was having fun. I was uh I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, that we played that what in two thousand seventeen two thousand yeah yeah that was that the was first one of time my favorite shows that it we've ever that, played. Well, no, I can't I can't say it anymore, but that was <laughs> one of my favorite shows. Yeah, I mean I don't remember most of it, but <laughs> it was fun. I remember it was fun. No, it was definitely that that was the night that I met uh, Tedium. Okay, we met Tedium that night. And it's funny, I, their singer, Roger, looks kind of like, or I thought at the time, looked very, like he could be related to Vince. <laughs> so I yeah, ca- It does kind of look like him, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit, right? Yeah. So so um, they were playing at the backstage, and I'm looking for Vince and Dave, and Vince and Dave are out here watching this band. So I'm like, all right, let me hang out with them. 
And we're there watching Tedium do their thing. Never seen him before, but I see the singer that looks like Vince. I'm like, man, Vince must know this guy because he's out here. He <laughs> was, his he was, brother. Yeah, hey, he was the first one I saw out here, so he he must be he must know him. So and I noticed a drummer, Trevor. Man, shout out to Trevor. Shout out to to those guys out there, man. He was tasty as fuck with the fills and shit. So that made me want to stick around. So I stuck around to the end of the set. I like what I heard, and I talked to him. We're all, you know, chatting it up and whatnot. Trevor's being cool, you know. We we're all there at four twenty show, so we're all smoking and whatnot. What? <laughs> what? At smoking? a four twenty show? At a four twenty? No. In public? No. Oh my god. That's illegal. Didn't Jesus. you know, Matt? That's that's frowned upon. <laughs> so we're fucking chilling out there, and uh, I'm like, so wait, uh, so Vince, how do you know? How do you know this guy? He's like, I don't know, man. I just met him like right now. I was like, <laughs> oh, y'all don't you don't know him? <laughs> He's like, nah, man. I don't know that guy at all. I was like, oh. Well, shit, I guess we have new friends now. And, like, we, we played a lot of gigs after that, man. I was I was really cool with them, sadly. Uh, and whatever dude, happened to them? They're not around no more. Why not? Well, from what I heard, you know, they had a falling out with the bass player, Rich. Oh, that sucks, man. And um, Rich, fucking tasty fucking bass player, man. Awesome bass player. So uh, he also was a big component of the songwriting for that band, I think. Right. So when he left, you know, kind of big chunk of the band left, yeah. and I don't think they ever were able to find someone to replace him. Yeah, I like them. That that kind of sucks. Yeah, man. I still have their EP in my car. They have an EP? They have an EP, well, man. Why was I not aware of this? Dude, it's it's like a CD with their name written on it in Sharpie. So That's how you do it. Yeah. That's what our CD is going to be like. <laughs> it's like, it's going to look like that System of a Down cover to uh, steal yeah, this exactly, album. Yeah, exactly. No, but, but like less professional than that. Well, Tedium's EP is actually pretty cool. Uh, I might let you. I might yeah. let you listen to that. You might let me. I'm gonna let you borrow, borrow that. that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, I mean that's my only copy. So, make sure I get that shit back. Yeah, I'll, I'll try not to destroy it. I'm trying to run over it with my car, drop it in a lake or anything. Dude, you know it's a funny story. Back in the day when PlayStation ones were still a thing. You know how those discs used to be black on the back. I do remember. It's fucking weird, right? I it was didn't, cool. I, I never got it. I liked it. I just never understood. It was different. How it, it was black. It was edgy. It was different for sure. Uh, and they had edges. They were CDs. So <laughs> that's like double fucking edgy. <laughs> so there was one day, um, my cousin Lennon let me borrow Tekken Three. Fuck that game was awesome. Yeah, it was, dude. Eddie Gordo, or Gordo, Eddie Gordo, man. It's cheap, cheapest character alive. Him and Law. <laughs> Anybody who picked Eddie or Law, I wasn't their friend. So I played Huarung. Oh, shit. Kicks, boy. Kicks all day. So fucking my cousin let me borrow that shit. And uh, one day he asked for it back. And I was like, man, I lost that shit, bro. I don't know where it is, bro. And one day he found it under my bed, bro. And it had like cat poop on it or some shit. <laughs> but I don't know how it had cat poop on it because I never owned a cat in my whole life. So. There's got to be a story behind this. I don't know. I just, we found it one day under my bed. He was mad. And it had like some shit on it. Mitt, did did you shit on it? No, I didn't. Is that what happened? <laughs> no, I didn't. You, you just don't want to admit it? I don't I know. Mean, I don't know. Maybe it... Maybe you got, like, really drunk or... No, I was, like, eight. Not even. Oh. Like, five. Well, then I got... I, I'm trying to help you out here. PlayStation man. 1. Remember, this is PlayStation 1. I'm, I, I, I'm, remember, I was... See, I was, like... I'm 22. It. I know, you young, young little fucker. <laughs> what, what's the first... Did you, did you buy consoles back in the day, or were you already too grown for that shit? Oh, hell yeah, dude. I, What'd you have? I had... Uh, Sega Genesis, which was holy shit. What'd you play, Virtual Fighter? Nah, fuck all that. I I played Sonic the Hedgehog and shit like that. Classic. Mortal Kombat. Hell yeah, like Mortal Kombat two. 
Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat 3, Mortal Kombat this, that, and the other thing. That, that one? No, dude. I, my my uh, Every time I went to Dominican Republic, my aunts and uncles, they loved that shit. They had a Super Nintendo. Yeah. So I would. that's how I played all the retro games. Over See, you're, you're too young to remember this, but Sega Genesis used to have some shit called the Sega Channel. And you would... It, I think it... I can't remember exactly how it works, but it was like a, a cartridge that you would plug into the Sega that right. was connected to your cable company. What? And... I, there was like ten bucks a month or some shit, and you could play any Sega Genesis game. What? It was fucking bad. It was like online gaming before online gaming was a thing. Like like uh like like digital games, kind of. No, it wasn't digital. It was like it, it was coming through your TV cable. I don't remember so how it worked. I, I was pretty download, young, but, but I'm saying that, that's no, like you an didn't early download. iteration of like digital game. Yeah, it, it was like streaming gaming. Yeah. Holy shit. It was fucking cool. I don't know whatever happened. You that had was it? A great idea. Hell yeah, I had it. How old were you? Shit. 10? And you, you got your parents to get that shit? Hell yeah. Damn, bro. I could never convince my mom <laughs> to pay $10 a month for games. I guess. I don't know. That kept, sounds kept me so off the streets, dope. you know. Grew, nah. up, grew up in a rough neighborhood. Did you really? No. <laughs> That's fucking wild, though. I never heard of that shit. The closest thing that I remember to something like that. Not even, dude. Not even. I remember... Game Boy Advances and, and and shit like that. They used to sell the cartridges with like the Cartoon Network episodes on them. I don't even remember that. Well, you were probably already an adult and had no use for a Game Boy Advance. Hey, I had a Game Boy. Did you? I did. The original one though, right? I had I fuck? had Game Boy Color. Oh, okay. I had okay, the purple okay, okay, like okay. like the clear purple one. I those were dope. They were fucking cool. I think they came out for those too. That was back in the day when you used to be able to play games on your calculator. What? You don't remember that shit either. What? We used to have to get in like algebra, complicated graphing calculators. And they, they yeah. were like these big, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? I that know what a graphing to, calculator yeah, is. You yeah. used to be able to load games on them. What the they fuck? Had like Snake and Tetris. How the and, fuck? Dude, it was badass. So you could, you know, be in class and you're all fucking, oh, hey, I'm, I'm working on, on this equation. And you're like, nah, fuck that shit. I'm playing Tetris. So like, but how would you load it on? Where would you get the games? Shit, I don't remember. Fuck. I think you had to... It had like a a data transfer port on it that you had to know somebody that had the game on their calculator already. It wasn't like you could go out and buy it or you could install right. it. You had to know somebody. It was like early jailbreaking. Yeah, shit. and and so you'd be like, hey, man, I heard you got that good Tetris shit. <laughs> I'll give you, uh, give you my lunch money for the next three days. Hook me up you with that Tetris. Hook me up with that Tetris. Hook me up with Snake. Oh shit! Nah, this four days, son. It was worth it. <laughs> Yo, for real, dude. You hungry. played like the full fucking game, dude. Hell yeah, dude. That's fucking crazy. Well, the thing is, I'm sure those calculators got some fucking weird processor in that motherfucker. You know, it's got to do the equation somehow. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's doing. I'm not smart like that. I don't know equations. how it all works, but. Yeah, me either, dog. I don't even I, know how a microphone works. I don't know how shit works. I, that was a funny uh, Joe Rogan bit. He was like, uh, if I put you out in the forest, how long till you come back with a computer? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you need, like, the little plastic bits and this, that. Like, there's so many things that go into making everyday items that, like, you know, it's you we, would we never get, be able to do it on we your We get own. spoiled with technology. Mm -hmm. It is really fascinating. I don't know. Yeah, we do. I'm a nerd, but it's, it's fascinating to me. And, like, I don't understand how, like, TVs and computers and shit work. I'm like, that's fascinating. If somebody came up, they're like, all right, if we put all these wires and microchips together, we can 
put big, clear images of what's happening halfway around the world on this screen. Yeah, right. That's fucking cool. Yeah, and then the fact that you know we have satellites that project cable images and whatnot to people's satellite dishes that are on the roof of their house. Yeah, we have and all shit. this technology and radio. People technology. use it to watch Jersey Shore and porn and porn. Well, okay, I'm not gonna rag on watching porn, but you know what's funny? I, like, I will <laughs> rag on watching Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Is that is that a show again? Did it, did it come I back? Know. I don't know why it was a show in the first place. Yeah, me either. I was not someone who watched Jersey Shore, though. I will go ahead and Thank God, be on the I was record about, for I was that. about to leave the room. No, I always hate, for some reason I was never. I was in the demographic that was tar- well. I wasn't a girl, but I feel like those shows were more for chicks. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. But like at the same time, I was like in that young impressionable demographic, and I, for some reason I was never into that shit. I was like, no, nope, lame, not into it. It's fucking stupid. It is. I've never bunch I've, of spoiled rich kids. I used to like watch dumbasses. Uh, reality shows used to be used to be interesting. Now it's like everyone has a reality show, and you know there's like six different pawn shows and six different storage shows and six different truck shows, six different car shows. But like before, it was like one of each. Like yeah, one go like pit my ride, you know. You wa- you ever watch Pimp My Ride? I did watch Pimp My Ride like on, once man. or X twice. X to the Z exhibit. It's like some some dude crying about his beat up Honda Accord. <laughs> Please exhibit my Honda's falling apart, man. I have a kid. I need a shit. It's like, all right, son, we gonna hook you up, man. Some Need for Speed. Listen, man, I put some NOS in your shit, a PlayStation Two in your trunk, a fish bowl in your dashboard. Yeah, cause you know you need <laughs> that for your kid. Yeah, yeah, man, I got you some new rims. And check this out, man. Lamborghini doors on your Honda Accord, son. Now you're good. Now you can take a little Timmy to school when every morning. When you go to the grocery store, everybody's going to know who you are. Hell you yeah. are the fucking mayor of that public's parking lot. <laughs> I heard I heard that the all of the episodes are super staged. Oh, I'm sure. All that shit's staged. I thought, as a kid, I thought that shit was real as fuck. Because they would even have like the episodes where they come back and like they visit <laughs> people, right? And like, oh, how's the car doing or whatnot? They did like, I, I sold it for crack. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised they, they didn't air those episodes. <laughs> they should have aired. See, that would have been more entertaining than the original show. There was one that came. Th- this, is the, this is the thing. I, like I said, I thought it was real. There was one episode that they came back to some chick. And, like, they came back and the car was in her uh, in her driveway on cinder blocks. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and they knock on the door. And they're like, what happened to the car? And she's like... Oh, man, I had this shit for two weeks, and then someone stole the ribs. <laughs> I, she lived down the street from Churchill's, right? Probably, yeah. shit. I, I, it looked like she was in a trailer See, park. See, she dude. didn't pay those homeless dudes to wash her car. No. Nah. That's why you got to do it. Dude, for real, dog, I remember the first time I paid, I played at Churchill's. I didn't know about all that, bro. <laughs> so it was my mom, me, and my couple cousins and whatnot. Malik, before he joined the band and shit, like the first Unoya performance he came to see. And uh, we came back to the car and stuff. We're just hanging around the car. Some dude came and fucking tried to harass us for like five dollars. And you're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. But see, that was back like now they have actual people that are like officially employed by somebody. I don't know. Probably not employed by churches, but they're they're employed employed by by somebody. I think so. I think so. Because uh, it's well, the same two guys now all the time. Yeah, it is the same consistently. two guys. It was literally just some dude in a polo shirt who walked up to us. Oh, yeah, that's how it used to be. They were like, you know, hey, you want your car to get fucked up? No? Give me five bucks. But like, we were, if, we, if we were about to go inside, we probably would have paid him. But we were like leaving. So we're like, bro, we're not going to pay you to leave. We're about to leave. Fuck you. <laughs> the fuck? Um, but that was, uh, you know, I didn't know no better. And uh, honestly, that first gig at Churchill was like, kind of really turned me off of like 
Churchill's? Well, gigging, yeah. I don't know. Like it was, it was cool seeing the band on the main stage and like it was packed. Like there was food trucks outside. Like back when Churchill's was, yeah, it was on the downfall. I'm sure compared to the shows like ten years ago or whatever. But like as far as like when I the peak that I ever saw Churchill's packed was that night, dude. We were playing the backstage. We didn't go on till two in the morning, an hour late, and we still had like forty people back there. And we played Toxicity, and they were all singing the words and shit. Yeah, see, that shit don't happen anymore. No, it doesn't. Complete random. So it was our first gig back. No one knew who the fuck we were. Um, I don't know. Uh, Charles was there from Eras 1, and he introduced the band. It's like, oh, the big comeback of Unoya and shit, because he knew Unoya when they had their first drummer before okay. me and Vince joined. But really, no one in the crowd knew who the fuck we were. Uh and so the fact that a bunch of fucking stra- like forty people packed into the back and they were singing the words and loving sh- the shit, it was like, isn't that the uh, best feeling? I'm not gonna lie, uh, being on stage, I loved. It was everything around the gig that I hated. the The location for my first time, I was like, wow, this is jarring. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like culture shock, really. Like this place is dingy as fuck. I brought my mom here. I brought my girlfriend <laughs> here. I don't know what's else. going here, dude. Like fucking, uh, I think I'm gonna get stabbed. Like fucking. I was like, man, if I go book another gig at church, I was like, I can't bring my girl by myself. Like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make sure someone's watching her and shit. Like, I was like, super paranoid. Dude, man. it's it's. A there was so many location. more people around. It was so packed that it was like, you couldn't get anywhere. So, but like now, it's like you can just fucking you show up to Churchill's at eight o'clock and that bitch is empty. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. But before it was packed. I don't know what it was the the thirty seventh anniversary of Churchill's. That was twenty sixteen. Okay. September of 2016. That's the first gig I ever played. Yeah, the first the first gig we played there was uh, the Headbangers Bowl. And I was all fucking excited. Too. That I was, was like, fucking... It, that I was, was like, oh my night. God, we're fucking playing at Churchill's. At, oh, it's legendary and all this shit. And, oh man, I can't wait. And we get there, I'm like, this is shit. what the fuck kind of place is this? Yeah. I'm like, ah, well, you know, whatever. I'll go take a piss. Ah, fuck. Yeah, awful. <laughs> it's been since kind of better since they put up those black. Has like, it? Uh, has it really? No. It still smells it awful. It's fucking terrible. The smell in there alone is Dude, just ungodly. The, the place has shirts advertising the terribleness of its bathrooms. Does it really? You haven't seen them? It's like, never mind the bathrooms. This is Churchill's. It's like a <laughs> rip off of the Sex Pistols. <laughs> no, yeah. dude. I've never seen that shit. Yeah, they had them for a while. I'm not sure if they still have them. So, like, do they just, did they just give up one day, you think? I think they take pride in it. I think that's, like, their thing. They're they take like, pride in having an awful bathroom? How do they not get shut down by, like, health inspectors? No idea, because dude. How do they not get shut down for everything they do? You know what? You know what? Th- that that kind of says to me that their kitchen must be clean. They have a kitchen there? Yeah. Ah, see, I didn't even know that. You didn't know that? They serve food at Churchill's? They serve food at Churchill's. Man, I'm not sure I'm that brave. I had fries from there. How were they? Did you you wake up on the (laughs) toilet the next morning? (laughs) Um, They were pretty good. All right. (laughs) That that, that didn't sound convincing, but all right. They were pretty good. Like, look, man, for for <laughs> when it's fucking when it's fucking like eleven, dude, and you just played a set, you know what I mean? Because you just want some fries, dog. Walgreens I, closed you, already. Man. You're not Walgreens. trying to get some. What's chips up with that motherfucking Walgreens? Who closes at ten? A Walgreens that's in Little Haiti and doesn't want to get robbed. They're gonna get robbed. They're anyway. gonna get robbed. But They've they're gonna get robbed, robbed so anyway. They're just gonna get they, robbed when nobody's there. Nah, dude, they don't get robbed before ten o'clock, man. Is that the rule? 
Yeah. That's hood etiquette. Yeah, well, when I got robbed, it was like a 1040 something, so. You got robbed? I've been robbed, yes. That sucks. I got robbed working at a gas station. Oh, damn. They didn't steal my money. Wow. They stole the gas station's money. Sucks. Yeah, gunpoint. It was strange. Fuck that, dude. Yeah, fuck that guy for real. I don't think they got him. He was definitely a professional. I'm pretty sure I've told this story on the podcast. I've never told you? Not that I've heard. So, uh, it was like 1045, like I said. My shift ended at 11, bro. So I'm 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 about to count the register. I'm about to get the fuck out of here, right? And like you know, it's like November, so Halloween just passed and whatnot. This dude walks in with a fucking like a bandana on his face or some shit, and I'm like, my first thought is like, why is this dude and a hood on? So he has a hood and like a a thing covering like up to his nose, right? right. So I'm like, my first thought is, why is this dude dressed like a ninja? <laughs> <laughs> and so I get up, I'm like, can I help you? And he's like, he just puts the gun on the counter. He's like, I'm robbing you. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Just like that, I'm robbing you? Yep. So I was like, ching open this that shit. This is to the point, man. It was, it was. It was, was he was, polite? Did he like. No, not at all. No? I started handing him the money. He was like, hurry up. I was like, ah. Oh. And then. Shut the fuck out. Like get your seconds. money. It was like 30 seconds in and out. It was still very intimidating. And that was the day I decided to buy a gun. I don't blame you. Yeah. Fuck all that. Yeah. I, I, I still got to get my, my, uh, my concealed. But, you know, you have one here at home. You know, home defense and whatnot. Damn straight, I do too. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Um, so th- that was a you got you got a surreal experience. Shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it, what was crazy was seeing the footage after. To be honest, like they showed me the security. Oh, really? Footage. Yeah, it was because like in the moment you're just like, I just want to get through this, you know. So and not die. Right. Uh, but then when you see it after, you're like, wow, that really happened to me. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've never experienced anything like that. Yeah, I still worked there for like months after that. Really? Yeah. I would have quit. I Fuck was thinking that. about it, but I needed the job, man. I needed the money. I had a girlfriend who lived in fucking Kendall at the time, so I, I needed the money for gas and whatnot. Fair enough. It is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to do what you got to do, especially, especially for the girls. You know? you know? Yeah. Fuck that bitch now, though. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> at the time, man. Yeah. You know. I'm sorry. It's true, though. Uh, but no, sen- fuck every bitch. But you know, <laughs> sen- at the time you're like all about. It. You're like, oh man, I gotta. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I gotta keep this job. I'm getting robbed at gunpoint and shit. Yeah, just man, just to make shit happen, bro. But, That's um, dedication. Well, from there I got I got a, a sales job, phone sales, and then I still work for that company to this day. So it's been it's been a, a good turnout at the end of the day. So you've never been through anything like that? Nah, dude. I've never been robbed at gunpoint. No, I mean I don't know. To me, it's kind of like. I don't know. It was over so quick. It almost doesn't count. <laughs> I, that's what she said. <laughs> Yo, that is what she... Can you imagine? Can you imagine she's like, man, he nutted so quick. I barely... Like, it doesn't even count as a fuck. Like... I didn't fuck that dude. I, no, for real. No, I didn't fuck him at all. He fucked himself. <laughs> he he fucked himself with my pussy. That's what happened. That's right. I didn't even feel it. <laughs> is that's it? It's a wrap? All right. Well, that negative one fucks for you. Negative one fuck. Yeah, you you, you, you actually you, lost the fuck. It lost. was so fucking bad. <laughs> Holy shit, that's bad. That's bad. Yo, if you gotta take one off the scoreboard. Alright, now I'm down to three. <laughs> down to three. That's <laughs> awful, dude. Yo shit. So do you have a title for the EP? Is there a working title? Not yet, man. We don't. Um we just kinda trying to get it done and go from there. You know, we've got a new bass player. Oh, I wanted to ask about that too. Well, ask about it. Well, we're, uh, you have a new member. We do. How long? Um, I mean, he picked up the material pretty quick. If y'all are already in studio, yeah, dude. He um, he got right on that shit, and um, 
I think we had three or four practices before our first show with him. Wow. And he was, uh, dude, he was on point. And, um, so you guys are sound. happy with the way yeah. he's performed. Yeah, man. He, he's solid. That's he's, awesome. He's man. a good bass player and he's a good guy. And, you know, we move forward. Yeah. Happy to have him aboard. Right. We are. Yeah. You know, it sucks the whole, the way the whole situation happened. Right. 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 You know, you don't got to get into the nitty gritty. At the end of the day, you make business decisions. That's one of those things, man. It, that was maybe a decision you didn't want to have to make. Nah, it, I definitely didn't want to, but you know, it is like it had to be done. So right, and it was what was best for the band. And at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for the band. Or you know, when it comes to life, do what's best for you. I think, but when it comes to the band, you got to do what's best for the band. And, uh, you know, there were, I've t- I'm sh- I, I think I've talked about it on the podcast. It was um, a point in time that uh, Yunoya was thinking about replacing me as a drummer. So, you know. No, you, you're the face of Yunoya. No, I'm not. Uh, you should be. I don't think you got so. That, you got that pretty face. I don't know. I don't know about all that. But uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. But no, nah, man. So, I don't know. You know, everyone has their ups and downs. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day. They were about to make a business decision. I convinced them otherwise, and I think it's been for the better since. But I had to make a change in my attitude and and the shit that I was doing. And sometimes you got to give someone that chance to make that change. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. So once you give them that chance, you let them know where you where they stand at that point. If they don't improve or they don't, uh, you know, do their part into the band, then yeah, you got to make a business decision. What's his name? The new uh, member, Lou. Lou, man. Shout out to Lou. Shout out to Lou. Bass player of God Rat. He's going to be bringing the thunder on that EP. So when uh, is the estimated delivery date? Ah, fuck, man. That's a good question. You um, guys are shooting at least for this year? Oh, yeah. It'll be this year. Um, Hopefully by the summertime. Are you guys uh, going to do a release show? Oh, fuck yeah. Where are you thinking about doing it, man? Because that's a big... Big deal with gigs nowadays is location. You don't want to do that church. Do that church. No, not at Churchill's. Are you? But uh, shut up. I can get hepatitis from the bathroom. Well, then do it at Churchill's. But I already did. So I mean, now it's kind of like. Oh well, good luck. Hopefully, not, not really. Medical advice. And any ladies it's okay, out there Matt, listening? That's, out, that's not Matt really has true. Hepatitis. That's not really true. That's what she said. I'll show you later. <laughs> no, <Nah>, but. Uh, <laughs> Is there is there a plan in in place? We're probably gonna do it at Prop up in West oh, Palm. Oh, Propaganda. Yeah. Oh, that's a dope um, dope spot. I was thinking maybe doing two, but two of them. I don't know. That'd be kind of stupid. Why two? Can you explain the theory in that? Well, we have a lot of people that are in the Fort Lauderdale area that probably aren't gonna drive up to West Palm. Right. We have a lot of people in the West Palm area that probably aren't gonna drive down to Fort Lauderdale. Really? You don't thing. think you could get people to come up to pop from down here? We, Maybe we'll not find from out. Kendall. Maybe not from Miami. We'll see. That, I think Propaganda is a great venue. I've only played it once. I love that place. It's um. How many times you been there? Uh, we play there played, five, yeah. six, seven times. Wow, really? Yeah. Well, it's a local spot for you, right? Yeah, it's right down the street from That's us. That's an hour drive for me. Yeah. Well, it's like playing out of town, basically. How do you think I feel when I drive down to Churchill's? Yeah, that must be wild for you. How long is the drive for you? About an hour and 15. Really? Yeah. God damn, you live up there, huh? I'm on the Georgia border, remember? (laughs) It's an exaggeration, obviously. Is it? No. But I'm from Georgia. Are you? I am. What part? Savannah? Atlanta. Atlanta? 
You ain't no from Atlanta, man. You ain't from Atlanta. I don't live in Atlanta now, but I'm from Atlanta. I represent the ATL with that crunk shit. You were born there? Yeah. Damn. Okay, you go to strip clubs out there? I I, I moved down here when I was like seven. So you never been back? Not for any appreciable amount of time. Mac, I hear crazy shit about the strip clubs out there. I wouldn't know. Damn it, man. So what the fuck? How are you going to rep the ATL, rep that crunk shit? You've never been in those strip clubs that. out there, I rep man. that shit when I was an infant. <laughs> that baby crunk Recognize. That's right. Baby crunk. I was fucking <laughs> sipping on that bottle all day. <laughs> well, you have been to a strip club, right? Yeah, I've been to a strip club. You ever? It's not. It, honestly, man, that's really not my scene, though. No? I mean, I'll go, but. Just like to hang out with friends or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, it's just. Eh. How many times have you been? It's like he counted on two hands. Nah, one hand? man, I've been to several times. But oh, it's, okay, okay. So why have you been several times? It's not your thing. People want to go. Hey, let's go you. to the strip club. All right, <laughs> whatever. It's a lot of money. Fuck yeah, it's a, a lot of money, money for no return on investment. See, I'm all about ROI. ROI, return on investment. That's right. So when you go to a strip club, when I go to a strip club, man, I, I leave the same way I came. You're not. You're not. Good maybe enough. I'm not doing it right. Maybe, maybe there are some people who who luck out. Maybe maybe that Chris Rock song about no sex in the champagne room. Maybe that was a myth. Maybe that's what I you just gotta be like. Hey baby, let's go to the champagne room. Well, I hear that's the thing, right? I, I don't. I wouldn't know. I didn't even know that the champagne room was a thing. I had uh, a couple friends who like go to strip clubs a lot they told me i was like oh okay so that's what that is i i thought it was like you just fuck like i don't know i, I didn't <laughs> think you could fuck strippers you know what i mean i mean you can you gotta pay oh well, for sure See, that's that's what happens man there there becomes a point when a stripper becomes a whore oh okay there just has to be the right amount of money involved right right that was finally <laughs> and, and, and then finally she's like yeah give up the pussy whatever i went to uh you throw 500 bucks at me i'll, I'll do whatever you want Really? That's all it'll take for you to spread your whole. Mouth? Not me. I was. I was speaking. I was representing a stripper. Oh, okay. I thought you were representing yourself for a second. Oh no. Five hundred bucks. I guess spread, it, it, it takes a lot hole? less for me. Oh, a lot less. Like thirty bucks, man. Oh, okay. Maybe twenty. All right. So we'll talk about that after the year, folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I went to, to to Tootsie's one time for a, a a friend of mine's bachelor party thing. And uh, this stripper came up to, like, no, nah, the thing is that I went with, like, no money, bro. I went with a 20. No, you're in the wrong place, then. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. I went with a 20, and I didn't know it cost 20 to get in the bitch. Oh, shit. So I walk in. I'm like, I got 20, man. I could, I could, I could spread it out. They're like, all right, sir, it's going to be $20 to get in. I'll be like, oh. I reluctantly well, handed him that 20. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not going to have any fun tonight. Here you go. Because you can't turn back at that point. All your friends are there and shit. You're like, fuck, I'm about to take this L. So we walk in. We're all fucking sharing singles and whatnot. And fucking <laughs> this dude has like one of one of uh one of our nerdy friends has like five bucks on him. So this stripper walks up to him and she just snatches the five from him and like dances on him for like a second and then she she like whispers something in his ear and I see I just see her with obviously he's loud as shit. And he's like, oh, I just see him shake his head no and then she walks away all like fucking bitch face. <laughs> and so I walk up to him, I'm like, yo, what did she say to you? And like she just took your money, man. She's like, he's like, oh, she she said, uh, do you want to fuck me for a thousand dollars? A thousand dollars. A thousand dollars, dude. That what she look like? She looked like a skinny white blonde girl. All right, I mean, 
that could describe Paris Hilton, or it could describe she was she wasn't ugly. She wasn't ugly, but she okay. it wasn't no thousand. But she wasn't worth a thousand dollars. It wasn't no thousand dollars. Okay, I mean, I wouldn't. That's not my thing. Paying paying for that kind of stuff, but like a thousand dollars, like, and you just she just snatched the money out of his hand. I mean, shit, you go down to Dixie Highway, fucking. <laughs> Fifteen bucks, you get whatever you want. I don't want to know what happens on Dixie, man. Nobody even wants out there, to know even what happens there? on Dixie. Oh, dude, uh, Dixie Highway at? is the fucking dregs. <laughs> so Dixie Highway is a shithole everywhere. I thought oh, it was just yeah. down here. It's at the whole length of the road. The whole it, yeah, there's <laughs> the nothing good length. happens on Dixie Highway. <laughs> Why not? Because it's a shitty road. Yeah. See, no, I like to true. think maybe think it I was maybe tire. it was named by horse. You know, Dixie Highway. I see some dick. You see, you see, it's a it's a play on words. Dixie. But then they renamed the Dixie Highway up by me to Barack Obama, uh, President Barack Obama Boulevard. What? So, yeah. Oh, well. So I think that, like, little strip of President Barack Obama Boulevard is nice. But then once you get back into Dixie Highway, it becomes a shithole again. Okay, so... (laughs) So President Barack Obama Boulevard is not like it was shitty, but then they renamed it, so they now it's better. It, so now it's not now it's now it's not shitty. But, I'm but the rest of it still fucking sucks. Because the thing is, there's multiple Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevards, and all of those are shitholes. So it's valid. Not, it's not the same. Actually, the street right here. Uh, I noticed that when I was driving here, right, I said, right. "Oh man!" Obviously, I can't be descri- You know, tell people where I live. Where does this motherfucker live? But yeah, no. Yeah, as soon as you saw that, you should have turned the fuck out. You should have turned back. Because no Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard is is good, so it's like I thought Barack Obama Boulevard was the same thing, but no, you're telling me I don't know. I think it's too show. early to tell. I think we're we're you in the give infancy it some time to of Barack Obama Boulevard. I don't think there's that many of them now. <laughs> there's like, one if Martin you keep Luther going down King towards, towards 95. Boulevard. You'll see a, a, a Barack Obama Boulevard Sorry, around here. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Dr. Boulevard. Doctor and Junior. Doctor. 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 He's Ju- a doctor. Doctor Junior. Doctor Junior Boulevard. <laughs> Is a storied history of sucking ass. Yeah, Barack Obama Boulevard. It, it, I mean, it could go either way. You know, well, you could have. It's a, been ten a, it years be since he won the election, though. It did, but that's they when they started recently naming started naming shit after him. Mm. I th- we got to give it some time. I, I think we that time, time will. T- I think I'll come back on the podcast in ten years and we'll rehash this discussion. Well, that'll and be episode like 3, episode one thousand and. Well, let's see. What do you do? Probably an episode a week, probably two thousand something. No, not even. No, man. oh god. Be on, see, now I start drinking beer and I can't do math. It'd be in the hundreds, probably. In the, it'll be ten in the years, like five hundred. Fifty-two weeks times ten. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Bam. Yeah, five hundred. See, all right. I'm not as stupid as I thought. Yeah. Wow. Because I, I think about Joe Rogan, who's been doing it for probably about yeah. 10 but that's years all that now. dude does, man. He's got but an he episode does like, like two or three a, a week. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So I thought about that. Because he's already in the thousand, like, he's like in the twelve hundredth now or something. Dude, he's shit. had some good podcasts. Amazing he podcasts. He has some interesting people. And you know who I really found interesting? Who? I was driving home from like Daytona or some shit. And I was listening to Dale Earnhardt Jr. That dude oh, yeah, has some driver? interesting fucking stories. I, I never heard that episode. I didn't it's, even know he was good on one. there. It's like, you know, I'm a race fan. So right. to me... It was cool to hear him, and he speaks very candidly about, you know, the concussions he's been through and his relationship with his dad and and stuff like that. And and you know, he's kind of a closed off dude in the media. But so to hear him talk like that was like, wow, it's like you know, he sounds a like a real person. person. And like, yeah, 
he he's like real down to earth dude. And, you know, I, I thought think, that was that was a cool episode. I think that's what I like the most about people who do Rogan. It's like you get to see a, a, a genuine real human side of them. It's not no scripted bullshit. Have you heard the one that had Mike Tyson on? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking It was great. awesome. He was like, yeah, that man. dude is He ordered so, a tiger from jail. That dude is so fucking legendary. Yeah, he, he has ordered a tiger. experienced more in three days than you and I ever will in a lifetime. Well, I hope to change that. I hope to change it too, but up to this point. To this point, for sure. That... Uh, I, to spend one day in that dude's shoes. I can't even imagine what it is to be, like, the baddest man on the planet. If I, I want to know, like, what frame of mind you're in. Like, shit, I got to get a face tattoo. Well, I need a tattoo on my face. See, the thing is that back in the day, that shit was wild. Now, it's, like, so common. Nah, dude, on your face? That's not common. Now it is? No, it's not. SoundCloud rappers? Name, name. All right, SoundCloud rappers. That's what I'm saying, but kids are doing name, that shit. That's kids. Kids are stupid. Name, like, two people you know that have a face tattoo. Post Malone. No, that you actually know. No, not, that's not, what I'm saying, but, like, it's becoming... Once once these influencers start doing that shit, that's when it becomes, quote-unquote, cool to do or whatever. So, like... Man, I'm not talking about, so I'm not people talking about people that look like a detention desk. But there's so many I'm, people in the mainstream that do it now. Okay, you know? but they're in the main... Like, I don't know anybody in my personal know, life who has a face uh, tattoo. Right, I'll neither admit do I. to that. That's my point. I'll admit, that, because everyone that you know needs to have a normal job. Yeah, well, yeah. I think so. Well, people, neither does Mike Tyson. Though. You can't Mike Tyson. say it's mainstream if people are artists and musicians and they can do whatever the fuck they want. When it becomes mainstream, it's like you walk into Sears and you got a face tattoo, well, and they're, they're like, "You're hired." Well, I'm no, like, well, yeah. Was it the face tattoo? They're like, yeah, it was. Well, no, I would say like I understand your point completely. Uh, maybe it's not mainstream. I just feel like even back in the day, a rapper like who had a bunch of tattoos, could be tatted head to toe, would still not touch their face. You know what I mean? Like, back in the 90s and 80s, like, that was still an un- unheard of kind of or- ordeal. And okay. now there's so many people who do it now, and those people are in the public image so often. But I understand what you're saying. It's still not something that regular people do. It's still something that's kind of out there. But I feel like it's way more common now than it was before. Like, before, the only face tattoo I'd seen was Mike Tyson's and that dude who did his whole body like a lizard. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. And he cut his tongue and shit? Yeah. That guy. No, there's fucking a bunch of people like that. There Are was, there oh, really? I see, oh, I seen this the other day. It was uh, this woman. You see how the, there was that one she, lizard dude, and you knew who, yeah, exactly who I was but talking about. But she to. identified as a dragon. What? She identified as a dragon. She didn't just want to, like, look like a dragon. She identified. Like, I was she born was in the wrong body. I really am a dragon. I'm not a woman. And then to top it off, it was also actually a dude who became a woman who became a dragon. <laughs> so so transition, yeah, transition. I think there might have been some um, issues in that individual's. Well, a lot of people life. have you know gender dysphoria, or but do they have species dysphoria? I just think there's something wrong with those people. And do they have gender and species dysphoria? Are they, I'm not a I'm, not, I'm I'm a fucking dragon. Not only am I not a male dragon, I'm a female dragon. Yeah, it's an interesting. So you gotta go I through. feel like so. Yeah. Where do you start that process? Are you like, do you become a woman first mm-hmm. to legitimize 
your gender and then you become a dragon? Or well, do you become a dragon first and then you become a female dragon? And then also, are you a female dragon or are you a transgender dragon mm. who is a female who transitioned? That's a fucking excellent question. That, or that's because, a deep right because, there. because think about this, because once once you transition over from male to female, you are a transgender woman who transitioned, right? But now you're a woman. So then you become a dragon. You've already established yourself as a woman. So you're just a female dragon. You're no longer transgender. Once you once you transition after you transition, so, okay. you're I, no longer a transgender. So you have to you have to make the gender leap before First. you make the species leap. Yes, I think so. Okay. Because then you become a transgender of that species. Fair. That's fair. Okay. You know I see your I mean? point. Yeah, that's I'm glad we figured that out. That's I'm glad we had this discussion. Because I was I was it was keeping me up at night. I was like, man. These are the questions I don't understand, that like, haunt me. Do you become a transgender lizard or are you just a female lizard? No, but dude, for real, this this chick had or this dude or chick or I don't know, I don't know. This person right has like scale implants and what? like no, legit, like as scales implants and shit from and, like what? Yeah, from I fucking what? I, I don't know, maybe they found a dragon somewhere in <laughs> a Komodo. <laughs> no, that's, that's not real enough. Crazy. <laughs> that's f- oh no no no! I need real dragon skills. Have you never played Skyrim? Have you never played Dragon's Lair? Dra- no, I've never played Dragon's Lair. Wait, what? I've never played Dragon. Oh Lair. my god, dude! What the fuck is Dragon's Lair? What the fuck is Dragon's Lair? <laughs> All right, here's here's <laughs> plus twelve out. years of experience speaking to you. Dragon's Lair was the fucking is preeminent it like Dungeons and Dragons. No, it was like um, oh, shit. I don't know how to describe it. It was like. You're this dude, and you got to go slay this dragon. And right. it was in the infancy of games like that. Uh, it was on like, like Castlevania and whatnot. No, not really. It was on. What? I used to have this game system called the 3DO. What? Yeah. Are you making this up? No, I'm not Are making it. It was like the me? Panasonic 3DO, straight from Japan. I don't know how to call you out on this. Song. Japanese writing and shit on okay. it and everything. It was fucking bad. I asked for a Sega Genesis. I got a 3DO. I was like, nice. Mom, Dad, what the fuck is this shit? And they're like, I heard it's better. You know what? That shit was better. And anyways, How did you get games for it if it was a Japanese import? It wasn't really a Japanese import. Oh, okay, okay. It was made by Panasonic. Gotcha. It, it, <laughs> Isn't Panasonic Japanese? Panasonic is Japanese. Panasonic. Uh, Panasonic. <laughs> ah, yeah. All right, so you had this 3DO. <laughs> so, <laughs> And there was a game. What did it take? Discs or cartridges? It, it, it took discs. Okay. It was like the first. It was like the same time that Sega CD came out. Okay. okay. Do you remember Sega CD? I don't remember it, but okay. I know what it is. There was like Sega CD. That was like the first compact disc gaming console. Nice. And this came out around the same time. And it had all these badass games for it for the time. Right. But there was this game, Dragon's Lair. And it was. um. I think they had it for other. I think it was like a PC game too, and it was like you were on a quest to save some shit or do some shit. I don't. I don't remember. But you had to like do all these complicated button combinations, like fucking A B, fucking start left, toggle select, and that like you know walk you three like pages cheat code. forward. Yeah, no, that wasn't a cheat code. That's just how you play the game. What the fuck? Yeah, it was a. It was the most frustrating game I've ever played. Because if you fucked up once, you had to go back to the goddamn beginning of the game. The game? Yeah, the whole game. The whole game? Uh, there was no mercy. No, no mercy was had in this game. Why did you like there it? Was, because it fucking sucked. 
but it was cool at the time. See, I can't deal with games like that. I have to be able to it was It game. was the most frustrating. You never dealt with something that was so frustrating, so aggravating, that you were like, I am going to beat this no matter what it takes. I will dedicate weeks of my life stoned in this lair fucking going. I'm going to beat this game. I will hibernate in in a dungeon and play this game until I fucking beat it. That's what this game was like. I hated it. But when I beat it, <laughs> I was like, fuck you, game! I felt like that with certain fighting games. You know, when you get to the top of the tower and shit, and this is like they give you the most impossible boss, as cheap as fuck. Yeah, dude, and you, you gotta spend like two weeks playing that shit. And, and learning Just like, alright, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. And then you fuck up and you gotta go back to me and you're like, yeah. son of a bitch! Uh, man, this Mortal Kombat has had me ready to th- chuck my controller out of my TV multiple times back in the day. Or like Guitar Hero. Trying to fuck beat a that fucking game. song. Oh, what do you mean? Fuck Guitar Hero. Why? Why don't you like Guitar I, Hero? Nah, I love Guitar Hero, but... Classic. It is a great game. It's a classic. But when I first got it, I, I'm like, alright, man, I've been playing guitar for like 15 years. I, whatever, who cares? I'm gonna kill it. Ah, yeah. I'm like, I'm playing this stupid toy, and it's like... Do all the dead notes, and I'm like, yeah. fuck this game. <laughs> I, I can actually play this instrument. Why can't I play this game? Well, you got to get good, sir. Did you ever? Did you ever play I, it past that? Did you? Ever, oh, I did. Yeah, I had Rock Band with the whole with the uh, whole kit, huh? You drum had the kit, whole kit and, and the microphone, and oh yeah. And you talk mad shit about it. Did you like rock? Were you talk more of a rock band, or, or were you Guitar Hero or rock? Band? I think Rock Band was better because it had the element of the drums. And the but drums rock, are fun. To guitar play. Hero eventually added that. Did they? Yeah, for oh, World, World Tour. I had that Guitar Hero. Okay. And I had the, so I had the, the whole first and one. Everything. And actually, I think Guitar Hero did the drums better. It's just that the the sensors were ass. Hmm. The sensors. So they didn't do it better. Well, no, no, no. The th- well, it was the thing is like that they went out. Like you hit it too hard and it would like stop working on you. But like the way they set it up, they had like little symbols and stuff like a real electric kit. It was three toms and two little symbols. Whereas like that rock, wasn't Rock Band. Rock Band just had the. the I thought four. the Rock Band kit evolved into that. It probably did. I don't know. I didn't keep up with it like that. I got a real oh, drum I, set. Yeah, fair enough. Well, actually, I think I bought Guitar Hero. See, when you play guitar and you don't play drums, drum like set. playing fake drums is kind of cool. So you enjoyed that more than playing fake guitar. See, yeah. I enjoy because playing I don't fake actually guitar. play the drums. That's how I felt about guitar. I don't actually play guitar, so I was fucking right. shredding. Okay, like, well fucking... there you go. See, I'm like, I'm like, fuck this nonsense. I play this instrument. I, I don't, I don't need to play this <laughs> stupid crappy game. But you enjoy the drums. But then I played it anyway. But it was more fun playing with the drums. What I did, uh, there, there was this place that I used to hang out at, you know, back in like middle school days, called uh, Flippers. It's still around. I've heard of that place. Yeah, so it's like a movie theater, and they they had like this uh, game room that. Uh, Man, you get a wristband and you go all night. They just have Xboxes in there and fucking everything, right? They need to combine that concept with the concept of the strip club that we were talking about. You can get a wristband and just go all night. That would be good. That would, that that would be a good I'm idea. sorry to interrupt you, but no, that, no, 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 that I had a profound thought idea. and I had to Well, now it's recorded. It. It's recorded. It's there forever. It's etched in history. <laughs> now, now uh, uh, so they give you a wristband and they have Xbox and stuff. And there was for a while, you know, that shit was popping. They had like a real electric kit hooked up to Rock Band, bro. Really? A real size kit. See, dope. I get down on that shit. It was dope as fuck, right? And they had Guitar Hero Metallica. And I knew all the words and shit. So I just played the guitar and sang at the same time. Wait, wait, wait. Did they have the ass-sounding snare from St. Anger? Of 
course they do. Fuck yeah. All yeah. right. We got to go to this place. Well, no, no, no. This is years ago. They don't but have it's it. not around anymore? I, I find a copy of Guitar Hero Metallica and we'll, we'll, we'll do something. But it, no, but it has to have. It, it has to be accompanied by the actual electric kit. With the ass-sounding snare. No, it, it just has the same sounds. As, I just want to play that snare over and over again. I want to do like a 30-minute drum roll on that snare. I think that's a thing. that You can find that in a music video. I bet you could. Where it's like Metallica song, but all the whatevers are St. Anger snares. Like all the drums are St. Anger snares. What do you think they were thinking when they mixed that album? Did you not watch some kind of monster? You know what they were fucking I, I thinking. I don't know. No, I didn't. You never watched some kind of monster? I don't even know what that Definitely is. Definitely watch it. Well, it's a documentary that they did at the time that they were recording St. Anger. Okay. And it was literally like they had a fucking band therapist and shit. And Lars thought it was fucking ridiculous. And James was having alcohol issues and shit. There's some moments that are super cringy, dude. Like Lars is like trying to do like some super extra shit on the drums. And they're like, dude, just stay in the pocket, man. Just do a beat. And he's like, well, I wouldn't feel the need to do all this extra stuff if your riff didn't sound so... uh so uh like generic like <laughs> like so i forgot the word he used but it's like how would you release that shit how would you release a video of your band arguing about dumb petty shit it sold well <laughs> i guess but like i see i wouldn't do that i don't know if they did it after saint anger was considered a shit album and they're like well hey Here's why. <laughs> or, or if they did it at the same time, I don't remember. But the fact that they called it some kind of monster kind of alludes to the fact that they knew sure. they were fucking up. I think the whole thing was they wanted to do a documentary on, like, their recording of St. Anger, and it ended up being just this fucking shit show. No, it's so like Spinal kinda, Tap, basically. I never uh, – well, Spinal Tap is just a parody, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's Spinal a joke. Spinal Tap's not real. No, but the thing is, no, this was real. This it, 100% real. I understand that, but it, I'm saying I guess they, they were, were trying, trying to do, to do like something real... serious, and it ended up like Spinal Tap. Well, it ended up just being an awkward mess. Like Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap was awkward? I thought it was hilarious. It was hilarious because it was awkward. Oh, I get it. Yeah, like dry humor or yeah. whatnot. I get you. But yeah, yeah, I can't believe you've never seen some kind of monster, man. No, yeah, That's yeah, like one, I think it came out in like 04. I don't know. And you say you're older than me. I am older than you. Clearly not. I grew out of shitty Metallica. What do you wow, mean? Wow, that was a long, uncomfortable silence. Yeah, because I, I didn't. You don't like Dude, Metallica. Dude, Saint Anger fucking sucked. Yeah. Like, so? why do I want to want to? I'm not saying Metallica. Hold on, that didn't sound. Yeah. No, fucking Metallica rules. Okay. But, okay. Okay. Because you like, said I grew out of shitty Metallica. Yeah, shitty like, Metallica, like Saint Anger. Is that the only bad album they've dropped, though? No. No, it's not. No. It's not. But it's probably the worst. No. What's worse than that? Lulu. Reload. Lulu. Reload. Have you heard Lulu? I haven't, no. They did a collab with Lou Reed from Velvet uh, Velvet Underground. Okay, that's a collab. I'm talking about an actual But they did a whole album. album. They did a whole album. Yeah, but that, they did that's a, whole a album. collaboration. They did a whole goddamn album. Listen to me, motherfucker. I will tell you right now, it's the worst fucking release they ever made. Yeah, because it had Lou Reed on it. Yeah, that didn't work. Yeah. You never heard it? No. I'm going to pollute even know your ears with it. No, after. Please don't. Yes, please I will. Don't. After. I don't hear that a matter of fact, it's about time we wrap up, Matt. Is it? Is it, man? We've been going right. for an hour. Really? We've been talking for an hour, huh? An right. hour. Time flies when you're talking shit, huh? It really does, man. But, uh, you know, I like to keep it at an hour, nice and concise. You know, Fair enough. People chance to listen to everything. Uh, do you have any plugs you want to do? Talk about your EP or anything that you have upcoming? I do. Godrod has an EP coming out. It's going to have five songs on it. Fuck yeah. It's going to fucking be slow and heavy 
And if you smoke weed, you're going to be like, this is fucking exactly what I want to listen to right now. So we're working on it. Don't, we're smoking lots and lots of weed. Hell yeah. And making sure that it's in that pocket. Lots of weed. So, uh, so look for that to be coming out probably in a few months. Sometime and we're going to have a big-ass release party and all that. Also, we are playing June 5th, I believe. On a Wednesday at Dive Bar with Dive Bar. Doom Skull. Awesome place. And Iron Buddha. Oh, fuck so yeah. So all y'all motherfuckers should come check that show out. Definitely. And you might hear some new shit. Some Maybe. New sh- y'all got some you new songs You might in the hear works? some new shit. I can't speak at liberty about that. Can't talk about it. But if you come to that show, you might hear something you haven't heard before. Okay. Well, I, I might have to pull my ass over. That's three days after my birthday. Three days, June second, huh? June second. All right, yeah, well, cheers. I, I'm gonna be in New York that day, so. Uh, no, the second. Oh, uh, I'll be back on the third. Well, come out. I'll buy you a beer. Okay. Well, then I can't say no to that. And that goes June fifth. Every, everybody listening to this, come out and I'll buy you a beer. You guys heard it here first, folks. That's right. June fifth, dive bar for Lauderdale. If you come out, Matt Rot is gonna buy you a beer. Indeed. He'll also sign it. Indeed. It, but it has to be Coors. <laughs> Why? Because Coors is the best beer. Coors is the official beer of God, right? Did you not know that? Yeah, but why? Why not? Because it's as cold as the Rockies. Because it's cold as the Rockies. That's right. They ship it in refrigerated trucks, and it has a little blue mountain that turns blue when it's cold. Well, and that's how you know it's the good. Rockies. That's how it doesn't matter how good the beer is. It just matters that it's cold. Yeah, and that, that little mountain is blue. That's right. Well... Is that it for your plugs? Where can people find you social media-wise? That's it. You could go uh, GodRot666 on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram, GodRot Official. Hell yeah. Um, you can follow my gay ass, Rainbow Thrash. Hell yeah. Rainbow um, Thrash all day. You know, whatever. That's uh, that's you. That's where you can find us. Fuck yeah. Uh, as far as us, man, the Throne Podcast, y'all know where to find us. Instagram, the underscore throne underscore podcast. If you want to sponsor the show... Make sure you get at me via email. I check them shits every day. The throne or uh, yeah, the throne JC at gmail.com. Make sure y'all like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the throne podcast. Uh, every week we drop a new episode for y'all. So all I ask is that you support and go follow us. Also, our sponsor, you know, you the band.com. Make sure y'all check that shit out. That's the official sponsor of the throne. You oh, know. I, I checked it out. You know, you the band.com. Oh, I, I, I checked it out. Regardless, Matt, thank you so much for coming out, brother. Yeah, thank you for having me, I really me, bro. appreciate it, man. Always a pleasure. I'm going to be looking out for that EP. Make sure you all check that shit out.